0: The marathon is a distance that just has to be ran, and a time is a thing that just happens when you do it. So, when you're training, you can get soaked into so and so runs a 5k in yeah. 50 minutes, so and so is after doing a 10k. Even yourself, when you ran a 10k one of the day, it was a really impressive time of 440 something uh, for the 10k on average. I was like,
1: oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a bit of competition. I know, I know what it's supposed to do, me. <laughs> Hey guys, Sean here and welcome to episode 6 of the Any Given Run Day podcast. I'm here today with Eric, myself, Aaron and Connor. And, And this episode we're going to be talking about how our first month went training. So the last couple of weeks we've been talking about our individual backgrounds and just getting into marathon training for our 16 weeks to Madrid. We are at the moment recording this podcast We are now Doing a match on 16 minus 5 11 weeks away Oh that seems like A long long time away We are 11 weeks away From our Madrid Marathon And I suppose To get straight into it We may as well start With a new kid in the block Aaron How have you been getting on This past month With your training? Uh,
2: not too great Now in fairness um, I think I've been out About 6 times or So And I've kind of been Strolling with my calves And um, they're just kind of getting to just kind of like running down the road. You just feel them like, kind of like pulling or st- like stretching. Just it's impossible.
1: Okay, you, you, we've this is our six week training. So five five full weeks we've had. Yeah. And you've got six runs in. So you've done a run, run a week. That <laughs> nah, has that. Been? <laughs> I mean, you have got eleven months to imagine. Like, what 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 distances are we talking about doing these runs? because your first one was a 5k you didn't that, that really in fantasy it was one of those stormy nights and I actually I, I copped out of the run I was like it was way too windy and stuff I we got home late in the Tuesday I'm like I'm not doing it I looked down on, on the phone I saw Aaron's had his first post on, on the Instagram you, you downloaded the app because you're not on Instagram yourself and you finally got your, your first 5k in straight how was that first 5k? Uh, it was
2: actually okay it wasn't too bad um, just really long like ah uh,
1: uh, did you keep a, a slow pace all the way through? Did
2: you stop and start because no, I never stopped and started. Just kept going. Depends you kept going. To, I think it's harder actually, in early to just if I stop for like thirty seconds, God help me getting getting off the line again after that. Like
1: okay, that that's interesting because you know, um, for example, if you're doing a, a Couch to Five K program a lot of things would be you, you would go for 30 seconds stop for 30 seconds that kind of thing will be week one and then you, you, you might do on a Wednesday you might go slower but a bit longer and kind of mix and match do you think because you went all out 5k your first one last the reason your calves are bothering you yeah
2: uh, I think it was a body yeah. starting off starting off from a 0 to 100 well 0 to
1: what is it, 5% straight away like yeah well I mean your, your first, the very first the second episode we had your your goal was to get the 5k in two weeks and then you went from get the 5k in two weeks get the 5k in these next 30-40 minutes <laughs> I, on, on your first run so you, you yeah. got a lot in, in fair play for getting a lot in but um, I suppose looking back in the first one what would you have changed? Um, probably should have
2: started off slower maybe try build the leg strength up a bit or something like that and maybe actually do more stretches okay like I haven't been doing much stretches over the last say two weeks I've been starting to Get the phone roll arrived and it was excruciating.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Touch the phone and away you go. Um, what kind of runners you wear? Did you look into that, or you just whatever was on your feet you went with it? Um, I
2: started off whatever whatever I had upstairs, and then I actually bought a new pair of runners. Did you? I bought a new pair of on runners. Uh, so
0: influencer. <laughs> <laughs> what are sponsored posts. What's on runners? I'm gonna say on runners? I don't know. I think i to say they're Swiss yeah they're a Swiss brand and um, they're the ones I started using for the marathon last year oh um, but I put up a post about runners and if you're buying them I have no preference I yeah. wear whatever is there but it's what suits your feet and that's the, the on runners suit my ankles they give me great stability I have a lot I think it's my left ankle when I'm running a certain runners like falls so much over to one side and yeah. it's weird when you see it on a video and then you yeah, say you're going to do that for whatever amount of thousand steps the marathon is going to be and um, so yeah, it just depends. But then I've a new Asics pair as well to do it. But yeah, the on runners are good. They're really light, actually. how did you find them? Yeah, they're actually incredibly light. Like, yeah. like weigh nothing at all. But the only reason why I got
2: them was pretty much because they look class. They
1: look class. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you you never got you never got your feet checked there like that you just went no These look class. I just I, want to get them. I was like
2: I, I seen a few people wear them. I seen that they were um what was it? I seen a few people in like the Iron Man's or whatever it was. a Few people running online on YouTube. Was like, Eric one of them?
1: No. <laughs> yeah, 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 them. yeah, yeah, yeah right. Right. you're the you fastest of the four of us, so he went yeah.
0: after you. It won't give me the credit. Oh god, though, no. wouldn't cha- wouldn't take advice from you. <laughs> um,
2: seen them online, was like, all right, grand to get these for Christmas, and just got them. I was like, happy
1: days. It's funny that you got them for that, and, and um, your calves bought you, because because the runners I have are the um, the Hoka one once and the reason I had them I had my my gait analysis so basically they, they record your feet when you run up and down and they're like uh, your, your calves are tight and I'm like I know and um, so they give me different exercises stuff for my calves and then they they brought out three different pairs of runners I'm like these these Hoka ones fit, fit good and they're actually like well believe it or not they're actually the cheapest ones out of three but they're probably the best for your feet because they um, they're like like rowing boats the way you, you kind of like you land your body your feet you kind of row like that so the your um your your calf your heel is higher in the runner than what would normally be. Mm. So basically, if you heel strike, you're not stretching the calf. So it
3: is you basically run on your toes, is it?
1: And uh, no, you're still running the ball your feet, but the way you kind of roll through it, it kind of gives you an extra little a little push. Oh. Um, and it's great because some runners are very flat footed, getting closer to the barefoot running. Like some people would say, barefoot running is the best way to run. Uh, like your man. Christopher McDougall he did Born to Run That's um, and it's just more natural but the way I'd argue is if I went if I went barefoot I would I would wreck my calves straight away because I've had the last 30 odd years of just tight calves not doing the right things in the gym too much bench pressing and not enough calf raises uh, and getting through that full range of motion skip, you skip leg day skip, skip leg day if you don't want <laughs> to be honest with you like I was only having this conversation with someone recently it was like well, you know you know 10 50 years ago you went there you got away with the baggy jeans and stuff now he's all wearing tight jeans and I know I'd be crucified <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so I didn't really just spend too much time working on leg day but yeah because my calves were tight that they recommended those runners and and I haven't had a, a serious calf injury since I used to be really bad especially the first first time doing my my calves were pretty bad so um yeah so fair play on your your on runners you've, you've taught me a thing or two about them so you have six runs in uh, you ran twice week one, am I right in Yeah, it was both five k's. Uh, I think it was three times
2: week one last year. Yeah, they're all three five k's.
1: <sighs> you you doing <laughs> the there? You can doing the maths in that one? <laughs> yeah, get the get abacus out there. What happened there now? <laughs> oh, three um, and then we've four weeks where we did three runs I problems, think in the last two
2: weeks, last two weeks, I think from tomorrow, I've only done one run.
0: But to be fair, like you mentioned
3: that you Which know things.
2: Per, like, th- you mentioned you were sick though, and you know there's a couple of things that happen
3: that kind of put you off your, your schedule a little bit so you know i suppose to give you not to give you an out but you know to try and be fair you know life is going to get in the way of all our training plans eric was sick of one important time as well you know i wouldn't necessarily be so hard on yourself that okay it's only six runs in, in, in five weeks but i think what's really important is being able to say okay well look that's that's distance i've covered that's how it felt now you know what's the next five weeks look there or even the next the next two
2: um probably have to like organize that a bit more
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, obviously you've you've got your your 5k now right so you're maybe not totally comfortable but you know how do you feel in terms of
2: distances is it still quite long is it boring are you getting a little bit more comfortable in terms of running that that far um it's it's grand like it's i don't like running like it's just a pain um like 5k is only half an hour there but it's so it's like quick enough. I'm gonna try and make it to 10K probably over the next
0: three or four weeks. Great. Okay. okay. <laughs> now the last time you said 5K yeah. and two. He's got her a 10K tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean like I did
1: it, my calves are gone. If today wasn't as bad. That'll <laughs> <I laughs> storm Keira, stop you from doing more runs. It's funny. You should say the whole uh, 5K and I hate running. Because that was exactly my mentality. and um, I hate running. I and I find over time the more you say it, the more it puts you off. I don't mean to sound lecturing like that, but like it was kind of like trying, to, and it's not easy trying to get around that mindset of like actually I don't hate running, and uh, because every time you say I hate running, I hate running, I hate running, and I still do it. I'm like I hate running. I'm like stop saying that because when it comes to the next day and you look outside and the weather's not too great, you're like, I hate running and you end up not doing it or putting it off too long Um, I suppose on
0: that one the the way I look at it as well I came from that background of hating running like really did but there's other people that you find like people are listening to us and a lot of people have actually messaged me about you and been like is Aaron dead yet but you know they're interested to see because there was the lack of structure and you hated it and you have never done it and we're kind of curious to see how it goes and everyone wants to see how it pans out on your, your plan because for most people, most people start where you are now. They're they're looking to you to see how bad or good can it be? How do you feel about the whole thing? For me, I listen to people like David Goggins as well because when he talks about pe- like the suffering and callous in your brain, your mind, it's, it's those days where you're like, it is miserable. I don't yeah. want to go. Yeah. You go, you come back and all of a sudden you feel great. You've more energy, you've this and it's trying to remember that feeling now I know you were like dude my calves were sore I couldn't walk it was this it was that but the more you go the better it becomes the habit builds and the better you feel about it it's just you, the autopilot then kicks in if the shoes are on you're out the door before you can even make an excuse and then when you come back you feel great if you get one in in the morning before work it sets you up for the day it's the first yeah. task completed
3: So say it's Albert McRaven talking about you know if you want to change the world make a bed Yeah. You know? because absolutely. it just it ensures you accomplish a goal first thing in the morning you know, and it encourages you then to, to set set additional goals. So I suppose kind of to echo Eric, I mean if I had a piece of advice for you, Aaron, you know what I would say is that okay, you know, give myself every opportunity to, to succeed now. So 10K is my end goal, have a, a time frame within that, you know, put building blocks there for you to succeed. So your next step should be okay, well I'm comfortable at 5K, you know, let's see the next month run is a, is a 6K, you know, see how that feels, you know, and, the, and then dependent on that then, looking at ramping up the distance every, Run or two runs or something to that effect, you know, so that at the end of the two weeks you've hit your goal. It may not feel great, it may not feel really comfortable, it may not be fast, um, in your mind, but you know, ultimately, you've hit that distance and and what
1: you set out to do. And and every run doesn't have to be, I did 6k today, the next one has to be 7k, the next one has to be. You can always break that, like Eric, you're talking about a lot of like one you go for a long run and then sometimes you do like a 5k or something, you might even do like a 2k and then you might take a break and then do another 2k later on that day like that's the hardest thing about
0: the heart rate training is letting your ego go in terms of distance there was a day I went and it had to be a 20 minute run and it was only 3 2 and a half, 3k because I heart rate was up sickness the whole lot and it's hard to watch you regressing in terms of getting like worse in terms of distance you're covering for the same time so the marathon is a distance that just has to be ran and a time is a thing that just happens when you do it so mm-hmm. When you're training, you can get sucked into so and so runs a 5K in yeah. 50 minutes. So and so is after doing a 10K. Even yourself, Conor, you ran a 10K one of the days, really impressive time of 440 something uh, for the 10K on average. I was like, oh. <laughs> <Well,
1: laughs> I've been a bit of competition. I know, <laughs> I know what I'm supposed to do me. <laughs> I ran the Sunday after that, and yeah. I was like, right, I started out of the gates so and got 2-3K. I was going on the four, I think I put up the distance, I put up a, a, like a 430 pace, something ridiculous for the first K. I was 420 and I went 440 and then because I ran so fast the first 2k seniors and ego got in front of me I was like the next 4 or 5k was just stitches yeah. in bits and my time started going down and down and down in terms of fucking in terms of like uh, pace started going down that time pace started going down and down I'm like got in my head didn't play my own game didn't go for my own run and stuff um, and, and that was that was a wake up call to say stop going out of the gates 100 mile an hour because 10k is not
0: going
1: to happen yeah I told you you all laughed at me when we were talking about you
3: know setting a goal or, or looking at other runners running and trying to pace yourself I said to you it's a, it's a personal thing you have to work to your own pace and you found that to be true uh, yeah,
1: well, I think that was more you know I what happened was I think one of your hurling mates was running after you hurling started to make you go faster faster at 10k and you were running for your life to get through and we were there by ourselves in the park just us the deer and just going oh feck this I'll rest for a second but um, going go through the whole hating to your running I find if you don't set a time it's not going to happen or it's going to like I had one Saturday and I had a couple of training sessions in the morning coach people and after that I was like I'll go for a run and a half 11-12 I'll get a bike, to eat, go for a run and I bite to eat I go ah, I go around 1 o'clock I let this food digest so I lay on the couch and watch a bit of TV and I was like oh, I've had a long week I do a little nap, <laughs> a little nap. So I do a couple of things around the house I go around 2-3 o'clock and this went on yeah. 6 o'clock and I was either run then or not run at all I was like I feck it so I went through my routine I stuck on a you know David Goggins or The Rock or something motivational on YouTube and I, I got me runners and me running tights and all and the shorts and just went through a progression the glass of water and the headphones in and and out the door and after I did the run, I felt great. And I'm like, brilliant, honest oh, this energy from running. Why didn't I do this earlier? I would have got so much done today. Came Tuesday. Oh, go for a 10, 5k run here. <laughs> Went through the exact same process <laughs> all over again. So when I say to you, you know, um, when I say to you, it's like, uh, just get out of that mindset, I hate running. I'm not there yet. I uh, there are stages where I feel great and I can get right out the door, no bother, but if I don't set that exact time schedule um, I won't do it and I'll come up with the dumbest excuse in the world that will make sense at the time uh, at the end of, uh, you yeah, feel real guilty and real shitty if you don't get that running um, if, if people are out there I know people are like I don't have time because
0: I lunch hours sometimes my lunch hours can be taken up with meetings sometimes after work I have to stay back late and I'm not getting back to late o'clock and I have to have my dinner and then it's been a long week and then oh, look we'll leave it we'll pick it up tomorrow and that's why I find a lot of people I've been talking to and people I get advice from a lot of them train in the mornings even yep. though it is harder to get up at 6 to get that 45 minute run in but when you start to see that morning time as your protected time no one else is awake at that hour no one's trying to text you ring you, call you nothing has changed the morning is still yours it might be miserable and dark and yep. that is the hardest bit of the minute so when I'm getting up from my indoor I do my indoor cycles in the morning no one can touch that so at least that has happened and you're, you're set up for the day you really are and it's uh, I suppose that's one of the best advices I have for people with busy busy schedules is the quicker like you said putting it off all day everything goes yeah. ahead of it uh, I
3: because of that you probably appreciate it a little bit more it becomes almost like your your personal space that's your job yeah
0: and there's no, there's no distraction bar putting a post on the Instagram of the bike or whatever or thinking about Oh I have to do another run this evening. I'll probably get a swim in as well. And apart from planning my day, and it, you become more efficient in your day, then and that's the beauty I found about getting the training in early is like you've already thought through your day. You're not the day isn't ahead of you. You're you're already ahead of the day. You've things worked out, and I'll get that done this time. And then you, before you know it, you've done forty five minutes. Yeah, you've cleared your head. You've warmed up to the day, and you've then. Woke it up. You, you've got your your exercise done so no matter what happens you're relaxed about it because it's not in the back of your head and and being sick for the last week and a half I've missed I would say a lot of runs a lot of swims you know probably one a day is where I, where I am in the training and it's hard to watch them go past and I can't go I have to rest because I'll miss another three if I don't Yeah, and that is really frustrating and it's just like missing a run or knowing you have a marathon coming it just sits in the back of your head so getting that good early start I find can really help you and then all of a sudden it's six o'clock and you've nothing on you're like I might do something else yeah and that's when you start to see the big progression in your fitness that's when you start to see weight loss that's when you start to see all the other things that the byproduct of what people want out of the training session and the operation transformations and changing their lives and and like you can see with us there's a start difference in Connor's fitness after coming along Yep. Aaron is getting there but well, yeah. you've made the first steps it's six yeah. runs you did you've done six <coughs> runs more than you did in the entire of 2019 yeah. and that's you know you don't look at that lightly it's a big step in a positive direction in your life and you're, you're gonna you're gonna see a bigger difference now because we are 11 weeks out you know the pressure's coming and you have that feeling in the back of your head and you've learned your lessons I suppose and hopefully people take this in the fact of what you've done and they can get on board with what you're doing and hopefully in the next four weeks they can see a difference and they can go he really struggled and he changed this little thing and th- that little thing and yeah, yeah it's
1: relatable no one plans to do anything else at 6 o'clock in the morning you're not missing out on anything in life if yeah. you're training at 6 o'clock in the morning but when you get in that routine like week <coughs> 4 of the challenge I was in that 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 zone like I was in the middle of you know, new job, new house and all the rest. And I was literally like, how do I get this running? It was like, I can't, it was like how and um like to the getting the moving van I found was pretty much if I mapped it right was five K away from the apartment. I was like, oh, I'm gonna run down and get that van. I even protection him, I was like oh there yeah. he's like you gonna leave your car here. I'm like, no I'm gonna run down. was like you're an idiot I was like no but, but I was in that that, that zone and then uh, what took me out of that zone was then staying up on Sunday night watching the damn football yeah. and my 49ers yeah. breaking my heart and I had to get that reference in this episode of the podcast but um, not mention that again uh, yeah but that, that, that messed me up because it was up three four, 3 4 o'clock in the morning I they didn't get me any morning to start on the Monday and I, I got me running Monday night and now I was flat out busy this week but had I started the week right on the Monday I would have found more time with the in, and that's on me for not doing that and lacking that preparation I was like I'll fit the run in but I never planned when I was going to fit that run in uh, and I find like late nights now I, I'm not saying I'm saying saying this but like late nights especially the weekend I struggle to get that back until Tuesday Wednesday and I find out that whole thing is gone but once my whole point of that is the week four after three weeks of running I only missed one session and I was in that zone I was in that zone of running and once you get there it, it's it's a great feeling and that's when you can kind of you force yourself through some some crappy runs and you just feel feel a whole lot better. Um, what we'll do, we'll wrap up this episode of the podcast. Uh, More of the story. Keep running until you start like running. And uh, six a.m. is not a bad start for for that. Then you, you kind of get used to from there. So
0: hopefully we might see some posts tomorrow on how you're going to change it now. And and I think yeah. if you post now your routine of what you're going to do that week people are going to get behind what you're doing it's going to be interesting to see it'll give you the structure as well to stick with it because you're putting it out there
1: I gotta say I have to talk to all, all uh, a Ron over here and how to use Instagram properly because he's struggling a little bit today 30 minutes to make my first post like it was actually
2: longer than my first before run. we
1: wrap up this first Roney already text me I did a run I was like, how do I put it up? So I, I told him step by step how to put it up on Instagram. And a half hour later, I was like, oh, I was a quarter to 11. I was well past my bedtime. I was like, checking the Instagram. I don't, don't want to give out to ring like that. I was like, because it takes some, what's the crack with the Instagram? I'm still working on it. But like, <laughs> it's a half hour. Are like, actually still working on it. it? Turns out he was still trying to figure everything out. 30 minutes for a full post. But hey, if you're not used to it. And speaking of Instagram, uh, a lot of people have been sharing our. our um, our podcasts on their Instagram stories. We really do appreciate that, guys. Please keep it going as we continue to spread the word about this Any Given Run Day podcast. Keep an eye out at A.A. Ron over here and everyone else as we go through these last 10, 11 weeks building towards madrid And Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the podcast. Lads, anything else to add? All good. See you next week. 100%. See you next week.